Masechet Nazir Daf Chet. With this Daf, we complete the first Perek. Uh, we saw most of this Mishnah already discussed in the previous Daf, uh, so it should be familiar. Uh, Mishnah. Hareni Nazir Kis'ar Roshi Vecha'afar Ha'aris Uch'chol Hayam. Hareze Nazir Olam Umegaleach Achat Lishloshim Yom. Someone says, I am a Nazir like the number of hairs on my head, or like the dust in the, uh, on the land, or, or like the sand of the sea. Uh, well, that's a big number, uncountable, and that person will be a perpetual Nazir forever, uh, which means each hair will represent one Nazir period of 30 days, and so he'll have to have do 30 days, then he can shave, bring his korbanot, and immediately uh, uh, fulfill another 30 days continuously uh, on and on for all of his life. Rabbi Omer, Rabbi Udanasi disagrees with Tanakama, even though it's true Rabbi Udanasi is the compiler of the Mishnah, but he also includes himself and quotes other opinions. Um, in, in the Mishnah, even anonymously here, so this is a very interesting Mishnah uh, to have a machloket between the Biyudah Nasi and a Tanakama. <clears throat> uh, in any case, Rabbi, sa- Rabbi says, no, this, oh, someone who says, um, I am a Nazir as the hair on, on my head, then he, does, he cannot shave once every 30 days. Um, rather, he would have one long Nazirut period of the number of hairs on his head, or sand, or, or dust, uh, which is still a huge number. So he'd still be a Nazir for a very long time. Um, if he says sand, I, that's going to be his whole life. Uh, so he's still a Nazir for his whole life, but he's, it's one continuous Nazirud period, which is in uh, many ways much harsher because he can't take a break. He can't even shave in the middle. He can't shave at all. This is not like Nazir Olam. Someone says, I'm going to be a Nazir Le Olam or Nazir Olam. Then he's a Nazir like Avshalom, but he can shave every year. Uh, but this person would be one long, not be able to be a Nazir. Although it would be financially better because he doesn't have to pay for Korbanot every 30 days, um, which according to Tanakama, he would. Okay, but according to the B, in what case would it be um, a unlimited number of 30-day Nizirut periods? That would be if he says, I take upon myself Nizirot, right, Nazir uh, obligations according to the number of my head. Then that clearly means uh, multiple individual Nizirut obligations, each one 30 days, and so that would be the case where he has uh, he has he can shave uh, every month. Now, next case. Hareni nazir Someone says this ambiguous phrase. I'm going to be a nazir in accordance with the capacity of a house or the capacity of a basket. So, in that case, we ask him, "What did you mean by that?" If he if he if he says I meant that I'm going to be a large nazir, I'm giving a, a, like we we saw that formula above a nazir gedola. So he just means a standard thirty days. He calls it gedola because it feels like a really big deal for him. Uh, but gedola is an indeterm is not a defined term, so it's just a subjective feeling 
that's just 30 days. But when we ask him and he says, If he says, I didn't have anything particular in mind, I wasn't thinking about the size of a house, meaning big, I just said, I said the words, right? You take, take them according to their uh, standard objective meaning. Well, that meaning would be, I am a Nazir according to the, a, a, a full, the fullness of a house, meaning if you would uh, fill up a house or a basket with some item, that number of items, that's how, uh, that's how many times I want to be a Nazir. So in that case, well, he didn't say what he wants this basket to be full of, but we're going to uh, uh, interpret it in the most stringent way possible because, well, we don't know what he said, so we have to interpret it stringently. And we assume he meant a basket full of mustard seed. Mustard seed is really tiny, right? Here, here's some examples of mustard seeds. So a basket can hold uh, many, many thousands and thousands of uh, mustard seeds. So therefore, he would, he's, uh, he's going to be a, uh, a, a, a Nazir uh, that many times, one month each, uh, basically for the rest of his life. Okay, so you see uh, this in this clause it makes a big difference what he means by it. Now, usually a person's thoughts don't cut, are not taken into into account. It's only what you say. We take what you say, and we think of, when we think of the standard definition um, of what people think uh, when they say that, right? And it goes by it can be a subjective definition, but it has to you know it's the usual meaning of the words. It doesn't have to be the biblical de definition, but the way people usually use it. In this case, however, we do ask him what he meant by it because his words were so ambiguous and it really could mean as much as a house, maybe he just meant, you know, a big one. And in that case, we'll, we'll take his, uh, his word for it that what he had in mind when he said that was just a big one, that's 30 days. But if he doesn't clarify clearly that that's what he meant, then we take it in, at uh, face value uh, in which me, in which case it means the 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 number of uh, the the amount that you would need to fill uh, the house or a basket, and that would be some. And we, with with what we don't know, we assume ba a mustard seed, and therefore he's going to be a nazir for his whole life. Next case had any nazir mikan ad makom We saw this case. Someone says I'm a nazir from here until um, Aleppo. So we calculate how long would it take to, to travel from wherever you are until that place. And if it's uh, less than 30 days, then he's going to be Nazir for 30 days because you can never be less than 30 days. Um, and uh, if not, if it's more than 30 days, then he'll be a Nazir for that many days. If it takes 50 days, 100 days, then that's what we assume. Someone says, I'm going to be Nazir according to the number of days of a solar year. In that case, that's 365 consecutive Nazirut. Uh, uh, periods, right? 30, 30 of 30 days each. Um, that will be, you know, how much? 365 months. Uh, that's about 30 years. Uh, so he's going to be in Nazir one after another for a 30, uh, uh, for over 30 years. Um, okay. Rabbi Yudah says, this is Rabbi Yudah, the fourth generation, generation Tana. 
uh, not Rabbi Udanasi. He says um, this in fact happened. There was a person that took upon himself that he's going to be a Nazir according to the number of days in a solar year, and he did. He was he he uh, fulfilled his uh, Nazir periods for 365 months in a row. And he completed them, and right after he completed them, he died. Um, uh, maybe he got some extra life out of it because he made such a promise, and so, you know, uh, uh, Shamayim granted him that he would be able to live until the end. Uh, but yes, he, he did, he did in fact do this. Uh, okay, according, according to the uh, story that Rabbi Uda recalls. All right, <clears throat> that's the Mishnah. A lot of cases, but we, we analyzed most of them already, so we're going to still uh, analyze some of them. Uh, so once again, if someone says, I'm a Nazir according to the capacity of this basket. So we, he doesn't say the capacity of what you're filling it with. We assume the most stringent that you're going to fill it with something tiny like mustard seeds. And we ask why? Why do we have to assume it's something small? Why not assume it would be full of cucumbers or gourds, which are pretty big? You know, how many gourds fit into a basket? Ten. Okay, so let, let, them, let him have a remedy. So he'll be a Nazir for ten times, ten uh, 30-day periods. And then it'll be done in less than a year. So why not help the guy out and assume a more lenient interpretation? Why are you taking such a strict interpretation upon him? Chizkiya says, this Mishnah is this law would be subject to a machloket, and our Mishnah, and our Mishnah that says we assume it him stringently mustard seeds. That's the opinion of Rabbi Shimon, because Rabbi Shimon says a person would place himself into a matter of doubt, even though that doubt is could could possibly be much more strict than what something that he said with certainty. All right, if he said with certainty whatever it, what it is, apples, gourds, right? Then we would then it would be lenient. But if a person is vague, what a person what does a person mean when he's vague? Now remember, like all Nedarim, Nazir also, depends on what a person has in mind. So this is really a psychological question of when people say something vague, do they assume that should it turn out that we don't know for sure what he meant, um, uh, and he doesn't clarify it, should we assume that people would say something and put themselves into a doubt that would be very stringent, or should we assume that people, if they put themselves into doubt, would have, wouldn't want it to be understood in a lenient way? That's going to be a machloket that we're going to see in the following beraita. And anyway, the Bishimon is going to say that, yeah, when a person says something uh, uh, that's uh, vague and subject to doubt, people do uh, um, assume that, yeah, I, 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 he, they may mean the most stringent interpretation. And that's why this person, who for whatever reason said, I'm going to be a Nazir, like the contents of the basket, since this is doubtful what he meant, Yes, we fo- if we follow the Bishimon, we're going to treat it, treat it according to the most stringent interpretation, which is the tiniest thing we can think of, which is a mustard seed. All right, now let's see this machloket in its original context. Someone said, I will be a Nazir if 
this pile of grain has a hundred cord. It's like making a bet with someone, right? And uh, someone says, uh, you know, I, I, I think it's more than, I think this is more than a hundred cord. And now the other person says, no, it's less than a hundred cord. You know what? I'll even make you a bet. If it's more than, if you're right, I'll be a Nazir. Okay, so it was presumably a person doesn't want to be a Nazir. So uh, he thinks that it's, uh, it's less. All right, so now they're going to go, go and count, and they'll actually see, and they'll measure how much it is. So they go, the guy goes and counts, and when he gets there, he sees that this pile of grain that he had seen earlier was stolen or lost. And now there's no way to check whether he has to be a Nazir or not. So what should we assume? The Bishimon says... He has to be stringent upon himself because we assume that when he makes this this vow uh, of nizirut um, on some condition, that should there be a doubt, that he would want it to be uh, um, understood stringently. He doesn't have to say it explicitly, but that's what that that's the assumption we have in mind that people would put themselves into a doubt even though they would have to take upon themselves that obligation in the strict, strictest possible manner. Um, because he says, Anytime you're not sure, we're going to be stringent about it. Whereas, thinks that, no, he's okay. If you lost or was stolen and you can't tell whether the, the condition was fulfilled or not, we assume in a, a lenient interpretation. And so if he's not sure if he's a Nazir or not, he's lenient and we do not, he does not, um, uh, he, is, he will not be a Nazir. We assume that if we would ask him at the time that he made a Nazirut, listen, if it should turn out that you can't figure out uh, whether the condition is fulfilled or not, you're in doubt. Would you want to be a Nazir? If we assume that people would say no, uh, then that's why we treat it, we understand it leniently. <clears throat> All right, so, so now that we know that Machloket, Hezkiah answers the question and says, how come in, this, in the Mishnah we assume a stringent interpretation that it's full of mustard seed and not that he meant that it should be full of gourds? Rabbi Hezkiah said, this is the opinion of Rabbi Shimon, who says we follow things in a stringent interpretation whenever, in, in, whenever there is a doubt. All right, so that's Chizkiah's answer that this Mishnah is only to be Shimon. However, there is another answer. I don't want to restrict the Mishnah to be only one opinion. I can explain that this Mishnah also is in accordance with the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, who just said that we interpret things leniently. But there, and there's a difference between the two cases. In the case where he says, I'm going to be a Nazir on condition that there's a hundred cord here, then we're not sure whether he is a Nazir at all or not. Right? If there was a hundred cord, he would be If there was not a hundred cord, he would not be a Nazir. That's what the Buddha says. We're in doubt whether he should be a Nazir or not. We assume leniently he's not a Nazir. Whereas here, for sure, this guy is going to be a Nazir. He said, I'm a Nazir according to the contents of a basket. So he's at least a Nazir for, pick something big, watermelons, right? Okay, one watermelon picks into the basket. So uh, for sure, he's a, he's a Nazir, for at least for one, if it's gourds, and for ten. So he's for sure a Nazir. The only question is, for how long is he going to be a Nazir? How many times? 
Um, so therefore, even Rabbi Yehuda would agree that he is a Nazir. Um, we have to that we have to treat it stringently. He was only lenient if he's gonna, if it's possible, he won't be a Nazir at all. Uh, but here, he surely is a Nazir. So uh, how can we remove him from being a Nazir? He already is a Nazir, and then once we know he's a Nazir, so we have to treat it stringently in, ter- in terms of the length of how long he will be a Nazir. Okay, so uh, that's Rabbi Yehuda. He, so he he says yes. Our Mishnah can even be Rabbi uh, can even be Rabbi Yehuda. That's what Rabbi Yochanan says. And now we ask, we challenge that. And it says, Amayla lehazia lekupa kilo mela akishu en udluin vetebe letakanta. Um, why not uh, say that? Okay, we'll assume leniently that the basket is full of gourds, and there's ten gourds. So fine, he's he'll he'll he'll, he'll do he'll be a nazir ten times thirty days, and then at the end of that, now let's help him out and assume they're gourds, so he doesn't have to be a nazir again. Rather than that, they're mustard seeds that he has to accept upon himself many more nazir periods. In other words, this is also a case of is he going of is he going to have to be a nazir? Yes or no? Right? Yeah, for sure. Everyone agrees he'll be a nazir ten times. Okay, that's even according to a lenient interpretation. Um, but then the next one afterwards, should we assume he meant gourd, and then he's done? He's not a nazir at all, or mestertes, and then he does have to take upon himself yet another nazirut uh, nazirut period. So it ends does boil down into a case of yes or no. Is he a nazir? Uh, uh, is he a nazir or not a nazir at all? And in that case, you agree that Rabbi Yehuda would say we follow the lenient opinion, and therefore Rabbi Yehuda should should say in this in this case in the Mishnah that he should be a nazir only according to the number of gourds. Um, so sorry to be Ochanan, but you did not successfully explain this Mishnah according to the Biuda. Um, but then the Gemara answers, uh, You were thinking that he accepts upon himself Nizirot, multiple uh, periods of being a Nazir. And that's why you asked the question of Biochanan, because, okay, he, he, he finished 10, and now the next one, will he be a Nazir, yes or no? Um, and that's why you didn't understand the Biochanan correctly. But actually, the Rebiuda Sabala Kirbi, the Biuda of the fourth generation, actually agrees with the Biuda Nasi of the fifth generation. I know that's out of order, but the point is that he doesn't actually have to even know what Rebi said. Um, but he 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 says he already says the same thing even before Rebi ever said it. The Biuda uh, agrees with that view. The view in the Mishnah, in the beginning of the Mishnah, Ditna Nabi Omer, Enze Megalech Achat Shloshim Yom. Ve'eze hu Shemegalech Achat Shloshim Yom. Ha'omer hare alay nezirot kis'ar roshi ve'chavar ha'aris uchuchol ha'yam. Rabbi at the beginning of the Mishnah said, if a person says, I'm going to be a nazir like the hairs of my head, then that's one long nezirut, according to the number of days, equal to the number of hairs on his head. He only separates into separate nezirut periods if he said, I take upon myself nezirot like the hair on my head. And therefore, um, if the Biuda follows, uh, agrees with this very same opinion, then here also, when a person says, I'm going to be Nazir like the number of, like the fullness of this basket, then we take that to mean one long Nazirut period according to how many things are in that basket, not separate periods. And therefore, since the person uh, uh, said said one long period, 
So for sure, he's going to be a Nazir, no matter what. Even if it's gourds, even if it's watermelons, right, he's going to be a Nazir at least for something, at least for 30 days, even if it can only hold one watermelon or 10 gourds. It's going to be the, the minimum number of 30 days. So you see that according to Rabbi Uda, now that we established Rabbi Uda agrees with Rabbi, um, when he says, I'm going to be a Nazir according to the fullness of the basket, he for sure is a Nazir. No question about that. The only question is, for how long? Well, and once, once he's going to be a Nazir for sure, and the only question is how long, then everyone says you have to be stringent. Because he didn't specify what type, what item you're filling the basket with. So we have to be stringent and assume it's a tiny item like mustard seeds. And therefore he's going to be a Nazir. One Nazir period that's going to last uh, uh, many tens of thousands of days according to the number of hairs or sea or, or uh, sand. And that's why our Mishnah, Rabbi Yochanan explains, can be even according to Rabbi Yehuda. Um, because he is for sure a Nazir, if it's a question of am I, am I, am I a Nazir, yes or no, like when he make the bet, makes the bet of how, how, how big the pile of grain is, then the Be'uda would be lenient, say, okay, you don't have to be a Nazir. But if you're going to be a Nazir, once you, for sure, he's going to be, has to be a Nazir, then he, everyone says you have to interpret stringently. Okay, good. So we have uh, this second answer of Rabbi Yochanan. Now we're just going to question this assumption that we said, uh, this possibility if Rabbi Uda agrees with the opinion of Rabbi. The very last clause of the Mishnah said that if someone says, I'm giving a Nazir like the number of days in a solar year, then he is in fact a Nazir. 3365 times 30. And uh Amar Rabbi the fourth generation Rabbi added to that a story. Now, when you add a story to a law, it probably means you agree with the law. So Ma'asehaya ve'chevan met. He says, yeah, well, there was such a case of such a guy who did that for over 30 years. He be, he was a Nazir um, every 30 days, um, uh, uh, back to back. 365 times, and at the end he died. So you, what you see here is Rabbi Uda agrees, um, not with Rabbi. According to Rabbi, someone says, I'm going to be Nazir, according to the number of days in a, uh, in a year, then he would should be one Nazir period for 365 days, not 365 separate Nazirot. He didn't say, It should be one long one. And the uh, Biuda does not say it's one long one, because if it was one, one, one long one, what would be the big deal? Why would you tell a story? Oh, someone was a, was a Nazir for a year and then he died. That's not a very long time to uh, be surprised. 30 years, that is worth telling. So therefore, it does not look like Rabbi Yehuda agrees with Rabbi. Right? If he, if you say that um, it's separate nizirut, nizirut periods that he accepted upon himself, then that's why Rabbi Yehuda told the story and said um, he he fulfilled all of those and then he died. That makes the story make sense. But if it's just one period of 365, then is that a big deal of a completion um, that that he, he finished uh, he finished just one thing for one year? So that doesn't make sense. The odd. Furthermore, could be another reason why. Rabbi Uda could not cannot be in agreement with Rabbi. That's one long period. Rabbi Uda Omer, Hareni 
נזיר מניין הלקטי קיץ, ומניין שבולש שמיטה. מונה נזירות כמניין הלקטי קיץ, וכמניין שבולש שמיטה. Here we have a brayta, where the ביהודה, the same fourth generation, uh, the ביהודה says, if a person says, I'm going to be a נזיר, according to the number of piles of figs uh, left out to dry, or according to, according to the number of sheaves that grow in a שמיטה year, that are just left out, uh, uh, out for anyone to take. Uh, some people read here shivile shemita, the uh, uh, pathways that all the people come in, uh, or coming into a field because it's free for all. Anyone can come, so people come from every direction. This, the point is, both of these are unlimited numbers, and if someone says this, then he has to be a uh, he takes taking upon himself nazir periods of 30 days each, according to the number of piles or a number of sheaves, which is probably going to be a huge number, so he's going to be a Nazir for a very long time. So you see the Biuda says, we interpret a big number as separate Nazir periods, not one long Nazirut. So it's clear that uh, the Biuda does not agree with the B, right? And we answer, no, not necessarily. He could agree, because Minyan Shane, look in this case of Braita, we don't answer the previous question, but we answer this one. Since he added the word minyan, so that means a discrete number. That's why he is, is responsible for discrete nazir uh, periods of 30 days each um, in this case. But otherwise, if he didn't say the word minyan, yeah, he agrees with Rabbi that it would be one long period. So actually, we're good. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yochanan is good. And it can be, this Mishnah can be Rabbi Yehuda. <coughs> um, but then we reject this. Does Rabbi Yehuda see himself uh, make a distinction between saying the word Minyan and not? In the following Braita, we see he does not make such a distinction. This has a Tanakama, where a person says, I'm going to be a Nazir according to the Minyan, according to the count of the number of days of a solar year, or according to the count of the number of days. Um, uh, so then he's going to be 365. Or he says, according to the uh, number of a moon, so then he'll be separate Nazir statuses, uh, periods, 30 times uh, the number of days in a, in a lunar year, 354. Okay, so in this case, he says the word Minyan, and Tanakama says that's separate Nazir periods. Rabbi disagrees and says, no, even if you said the word minyan, you would not have to have separate periods. It would be one long, 365 or 354 uh, long nazir, one period. And the only time you have separated into separate uh, nazir periods is if he says, nazirot alike, I'm going to take upon the nazirot, according to the number of Yemotachama, like in the Mishnah where he made the this, this same distinction. If he says, Nizirot, separate Nizirot, like the number of days, then it will be separate Nizirot. But we see here that whether you say the word Minyan or not the word, or you don't say the word Minyan, makes no difference. It's still one long period. And so, there, therefore, you can say that the Biuda is following the B uh, in saying that, oh, Minyan over here, that's why, because he said the word Minyan for the figs, that's why it's separate periods. No, the B would say, even if you say the word Minyan, it's still one long period. And a final answer to 
support Rabbi Yochanan is Rabbi Yehuda Sabala Kivate Bihada Falegala Bihada. Rabbi Yehuda can agree with Rabbi Yehuda Nasi in one matter and disagree in another another matter. After all, he's actually um, uh, lives before Rabbi, so he just, he's not dependent on Rabbi at all. It just happens to be that he ha- he agrees with what something that Rabbi later will say, and he doesn't have to agree with something later that Rabbi will say. Uh, so what does he agree with? So he agrees with Rabbi Yudanasi in one matter that he is accepting upon himself one long Nazir status, but he disagrees because whereas Rabbi Yuda, uh, the fourth, uh, the four, in the fourth generation, says if you say the word Minyan. That's going to make it separate uh, periods. Whereas Rabbi says, no, minyan or not minyan, minyan means account, and that would still be one long period. And so in the end, we have two explanations for our Mishnah. Why is the Mishnah assumed stringently that uh, it's um, <clears throat> that it's, that when he says a basketful, he means mustard seeds? One opinion is um, the Mishnah is the opinion of Rabbi Shimon, who always follows uh, interprets doubts stringently. And Rabbi Yochanan says no, it can even be Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda only interprets things leniently if it's a question of whether he's going to be an azir at all. Then we assume he's not a nazir. But if he's for sure going to be a being going to be a nazir, and he is for sure because it's one long period that he takes upon himself, then the only question is, uh, how long is his nazirut? Is it going to be ten days, thirty days because of gourds, or is it going to be uh, thousands of days because of mustard seeds? In that case, even the biuda would agree that you have to treat it stringently. Um, and uh, that is the, that's the, uh, the final explanation of our Mishnah. Okay, now that we explained that, we're going to just quote a couple of Baraitot. Tanur Banan, Hareni Nazir Kol Hayai, Hareni Nazir Olam, Harezen Nazir Olam. We also saw this Baraita. Someone says, I'm going to be a Nazir all the days of my life, or for uh, forever, then he is a Nazir forever. The technical type, like Avshalom, who is a Nazir for his whole life, but can... Uh, cut his hair when it gets too heavy uh, about once a year. But if a person said, not forever or all the days of my life, instead he gave a number, even if it's a big number, a hundred years, even if he said a thousand years, still a thousand years is not the same as forever. And therefore, that person is not a Nazir Olam, like Avshalom, but rather a regular Nazir, Le Olam, happens to be forever. And therefore, he can never cut his hair. Um, so this guy, is, he's going to have a pretty hard time. Uh, next, Baraita, Tenur Banan. Hareni Nazir ve'ahat mone shetayim, ve'od mone shalosh, ve'shub mone arba. If a person says, I'm going to be a Nazir and one. Well, then that counts as two, because the words had any nazir, that's already 30 days. When he says, and one, so he's adding, an, and another nazir, stat, another nazir period, so it's two. If he says, had any nazir ve'achat ve'od, so the word ve'od is adding yet another one to that. If he says, had any nazir ve'achat ve'od ve'shuv, and again, so then that's four. So every word that he says is adding another nazirut. All right. Now we ask, Peshita, isn't this obvious? Like, what, what, what is this teaching me with all these examples? 
I might have interpreted as shuv means once again, repeat. Repeat what? Maybe it means repeat everything that just came, so, that did before. So when he says, Hadeni nazir ve'achat ve'od, that's three. And I might have thought when he says ve'shuv, that's multiplying those three by two. In other words, repeat all those three, which would end up with six. And therefore this Baraita says, no, don't think that. The ve'shuv is only going on one of them, right? I'm going to be a nazir one more time. So therefore it's only four altogether. Good. Tendona banan had any nazir. Sumchos omer hen achat digon shetaim tedigon shalosh tetragon arba puntigon hamesh. Okay, hope you remember some of uh, your uh, geometry um, because uh, here we're quoting a whole bunch of Greek words. Remember, a lot of people spoke Greek. Um, even in, uh, in, in the land of Israel, which, uh, where the, the, uh, the, the language of, um, of the eastern half of the Roman Empire, the common language was Greek, and many, um, many Jews also spoke Greek. And so here we're quoting some statements that, that people would say. A person says, I am a Nazir, and then he adds the word hen. That means one in Greek. Um, so in that case, he's one Nazir. Good. If he says digon, which means two, uh, like die, right? Die, uh, uh, even in English, is a prefix that means uh, two. Um, uh, so, uh, uh, so then he's going to be a nazir twice. If he says trigon, similar to the to the English word triangle, tri, tri just means three. Tri, trigon or trigos means three times. So any nazir trigon, right? Three times. I'm a triple Nazir, then he, he's a Nazir for three uh, time periods. If he says tetragon, um, uh, like we know, like a, 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 um, a, we use a quadrilateral tetra, tetra means four, and so that means a fourfold um, uh, Nazir. If he says puntigon, like pentagon, um, doesn't mean he's going to be the shape of a pentagon, he means a five time Nazir then he is in fact a five-time Nazir. Okay, so you see you learn even uh, uh, Greek, uh, Greek numbers um, and, uh, and, and, uh, and different geometrical shapes and their names. It, that's also included in Dafyomi. Tanura uh, Banan, similarly. Um, this is a separate halacha, but it has a similarity in terms of the uh, shapes. This is a halacha that has to do with sarat of a house. Uh, sarat of a house only applies to a, to a house with four walls, not any other shape. Uh, we'll see why. Bait uh, agol, if someone has a round house, right? uh, it's, a, it's a circular, digon, um, or a two-sided house. How could you have a two-sided house? I don't know, maybe it just has two walls and then the rest is empty, or has two walls and the rest is rounded. So it only has, uh, anyway, two straight walls, or trigon, or a triangle house, or puntigon, or a pentagon-shaped house. That even if there's mold on the wall and it looks the same as a sarat, that's not considered halachically to be a nega. Tetragon mitame bin ga'im. But if it's a quadrilateral four uh, uh, sides, then it can become tame. My tama was the source. Lemata huomer kir kirot. Lemala huomer kir kirot. Harekan arba in the uh, uh, which gives all the laws of Sarat Habayit. It says, Kirot, 
plural, where it could equally say kir, just one, and it does that twice. So each of them, is, since it's plural, is two, and it says it twice, that's four, and therefore, and if the word is for walls, so since it has these num- this word for walls, um, uh, twice times two, so that means four walls. If your home has four walls, then it's, it's subject to the problem of sarat, but any other number would be uh, would not be nega uh, habayit.